Fringe guys are back just in time for Augusta National. Just like Augusta with some new changes, the Fringe guys also have some new changes with the personnel. Everybody say hello to Taylor Holly. What's up? Coming in hot. Taylor Holly has been a formidable guest on the show and now is a permanent host. So we had to make some changes. Changes for the better, changes for the worse. We'll let our Viewers decide, but a good golfer, a good listener, a good talker, and good looking. What more could you ask for? I mean, just like trifecta there. Like Thank a well-rounded golf game. Mm, well, only one person in this group has that, so. Who might that be? That's going to be your boy, Harry. I went out. Went out on a Friday afternoon, a smooth little 74. Smooth little 74. I only had uh, two duffed chips, a uh, scold wedge. I had two two duffed punch outs, and then I centered a tree with one. Still shot 74, so kid's a player. (laughs) This sounds pure. You know, when you're in the woods and and you got the easy gap to go for, and you said, okay, I'm just going to take my medicine and punch out and hook it, and you center a pine tree, no better feeling. Sounds like you could be a scratch golfer, but your mental game sucks. <laughs> oh. eh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of parts in that game that suck. <laughs> you know, that's the way it is. You could be like JB and have all the talent in the world and still struggle to break 80, but that's okay. That is, that, that is true. It could be worse. Uh, I was wondering Jim, which way he's going to respond, though. <laughs> JB, are you going to try to qualify the for the, way, uh, the kind way? Are you going to try to qualify for the state am this year? Uh, I hope so. I'm gonna. I, I don't think I have a drill that weekend, so that should be uh, that should be my goal. And then, uh, buddy of mine, Tyler Long, shout out to Long. We're going to play state four ball down at uh, Limestone Springs, Naniana. So hopefully, we can make the cut there and. See where that takes us the rest of the year. Yep, I got a, uh, I got my qualifier May eleventh at Yale River Chase. Look at you. What are you qualifying so, for here? Hey, damn. Nice, very nice. So you know, where's River Chase? Uh, in Birmingham. I don't know where that is. I've never played it either, but you know, can't be that hard. You need a I definitely thought there'd be. Yeah, there we go. Hey, I'm uh, I'm open to anybody that wants to carry my bag. So, and if I qualify, I play what three days at what? Oh, JB, where's the stadium? Was it Mobile Country Club? Yeah, that sounds. I can I can pull that. But I, yeah, I think it, that's yeah, right. it's, it's Mobile Country Club, and it would be like the. The week before I go to Scotland, so that'd be a nice little uh, that'd be a nice little tune-up before my uh, my ten <laughs> rounds in seven days. Sounds like. Let me know how that back feels when you get back to the states here. <laughs> Non-existent. <laughs> yeah, if I, that's that's one thing the Scottish need to implement. They need to implement golf carts. Got to <laughs> keep it pure, man. Keep it pure. They don't do yeah. it at all. 
No, no carts. All walk. You can push cart or you can get a caddy. That's it. Wow. I didn't know that. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I paid my deposit, then found that out. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Well, reason we're here, we've been getting a lot of buzz about, oh, we're the French guys. Oh, the French guys disappeared. And yes, we did disappear. We're back just in time for the Masters. You're dang right we are. Can I go ahead and say Cam Smith is going to run away with it? Is it too is it too early for that in the show? Ooh, hot take. Uh, no, hot that's, take. That, that, that's where I, I am as well. I think Cam is Cam's too good. I mean, he's only really? played three little events, I guess, this year. Yeah, but, I mean... He's amazing. He's is there is there a better putter than him right now? Probably not. Granted, we haven't nope. seen him, but I don't think he's lost the ability to putt. He is a good putter, though. I'll go ahead, uh, real quick. This will be my last plug of the show. If anybody needs putting lessons, the Schmidt Putting Academy is dusting off the old putting green this weekend. All the pine, not the pine, but the the little oak, little squigglies are coming off the putting green. I'm pulling it up. I'm re-sanding. I'm re, uh, re-graveling the bottom. So if anybody needs putting lessons in the tri-state area of Alabama, they're very affordable, and you cannot find a better stroke in town. Take that as you will, but you can't find a better stroke in town. We've already gotten a wild take and a shameless plug within the first yeah, yeah, five within, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. given a putting lesson, but I bet I would be really good at it. <laughs> you just want to put your arms around somebody, don't you? Uh, you know, I, I want to pull. I want to pull a little shooter McGavin. I want to. I want to get back and you know sway. You know, I'm gonna get my trouble. I'm gonna get myself in trouble. The, the, the Schmidt Putting Academy is open April fifteenth. Come if you would like a lesson. Yeah. Well, hey, how about uh, how about we just jump right in what are some of the changes for the masters this year that have been swirling around is there anything big no not that i can think of wait there's one par five that's uh a par five again right is that yeah, the one bryce there. bryce was whatever he was talking about in his little interview uh the 13th i hear is a little bit longer it's no longer driving pitch wedge driver pitch wedge yep I feel, like lot, I feel like the I feel like a lot of the big changes were last year. If you look at what they changed, what were the big changes last year? They changed eleven considerably last year. They changed what is that? Uh, they changed seventeen. Fifteen. They changed fifteen. They uh, they extended fifteen too. Um, last year seventeen. They did a little little work on. Was there anything on the front nine? Uh, not that I can think of. Did they extend seven a little bit? I know the big changes last year were 15, 17, and 11. Well, you know, this is sort of a, a trial run, right? Because they're talking about rolling the ball back, and, and they're going to – they are they didn't want to change golf courses. They, they think the ball's the answer, but – you know, depending on how things go with 13 this year, I think that that's going to, um, 
that's really going to set precedent on if it's the ball or do we really just lock in a bunch of a bunch of historic holes and so uh, on and so forth. I'm I'm very down to roll the ball back for pros. I, I I don't. Does anybody really enjoy watching? Nobody. Well, first of all, nobody watches the John Deere or uh, the you know the Rocket Mortgage Classic because everybody shoots twenty nine under par and it's it's not fun. Roll the ball back. John Deere is one of my favorites, but oh, <laughs> jeez. Nothing really gets me hard like TPC Deer Run. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, I will, I will, I will say the argument, you know, that like you don't change the game. I think you look at other pro sports, right? And it's not anything super uncommon, you know, like baseball, for instance. They dial the grooves down a little. Soccer, the old pitch gets a little slightly more wide and long, you know. Like there's NFL, the ball grows in size a little bit, right? Like there's there's always a slight change to the pro game. So I think the argument that a lot of people are like, well, you just leave the game how it is. It's like, well, again, pro guys are playing the same thing that us eight to 27 handicaps, you know, are playing. So I think there's potential to be fun there for sure. I would love to just see it. You know, maybe you roll it out on the corn ferry or something and let those guys, those guys trial run it for a year, <clears throat> see what it looks like. But I mean, th- these guys now are getting to the point where in a lot of these courses, I mean, they're playing 475-yard par fours, and they're still hitting a wedge. Yeah. I mean, it. Uh, it's not super enjoyable. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to hit the driver well. But, I mean, these guys are so dang good. Everybody hits a driver well, and if you can't hit a pitching wedge on the green, I mean, come come play come play with me. Yeah, I mean, Scheffler is literally swinging almost out of his shoes on the drive and just hitting the ball as far as he can because the rough doesn't matter because they can hit the ball so far, right? And you're right, mm-hmm. and they're playing a pitching wedge into the green no matter where they hit the ball almost. So, yeah, just I hate listening to announcers go, well, they just they, – you, you sit out here and you watch them in practice rounds and they just are going to hit the drive as far as they can because that's what matters if it outplays the rough. And it's like, I mean, you can only make the rough – so difficult to where you're right it's not fun to watch a guy hit 107 into every green it's a lot harder to change the courses at the speed that technology is increasing so they're yeah yeah, like they're able to just bomb these drives and i mean unless we're making them hit out of waist high grass (laughs) it's not matter matter. but if you um, no i'm sorry go ahead ahead. all right okay i'll go uh, so uh, let's, let's just let's fuck the business thing, right? We're here. We're here for the golf. Let's, so let's just talk golf storylines. You know, a couple of them being that the live guys are bad. Uh, Brooks Koepka kind of ran into forums, two wins and what, six stars. Uh, DJ's playing well. We already know that. Love uh, Brooks this week. Love yeah, Brooks this week. I, I mean, uh, it's going to be cool to see Brooks play well. I really hope. I, 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 I'd love to see, you know, Brooks and Scotty play together after what we all saw in Phil Swing about how, you know, Scotty can shoot 63 every day. He, he can't keep up with it. And maybe Brooks is kind of, you know, we were talking about the mental game earlier. Uh, maybe Brooks has sort of overcome that. Maybe he's kind of back to being old world Brooks, winning four majors in, you know, two years. Definitely fading Brooks then this week. <laughs> Jeez, that's harsh. But 
The, the real I, question with Brooks is he going to show blonde hair or brown hair? I love blonde Brooks. Uh, blonde, Bro- blonde Brooks is, is awesome. Big blonde Brooks guy, yeah. But I, I kind of dig it. I'm not going to lie. Somebody from the background? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All I heard was the crowd Rory. Is already, the crowd is already in full effect for Master uh, Elite. Yeah. Like, That's a perfect uh, perfect name to get spiraling on the show, too. Did she say Rory is a bully? I don't know. What did you say? I said, and Rory's being a bully to everyone. I thought I liked him until I watched that Netflix show, and he's just... Yes, except Rory's a bully. Rory's, Rory's an asshole, apparently. Yeah. But Rory, That's a good segue to the Rory's Netflix great. show. We can jump right into Full Swing. Full Swing is awesome. Loved every episode. Loved Ian Poulter with his bottle of Tito's in his locker cabinet. Yeah, I love that. But I didn't, I didn't love... If you're in a JB, and you'll attest to this, if you watch Drive to Survive and then you watch Full Swing, Drive to Survive blows Full Swing out of the water. Well, I see where you're going, but I just rewatched season one of Drive to Survive, and it's similar in a lot of aspects, right? Like, you know, that's what kind of made Formula One take off. And, like, I have, I'm obsessed with Formula One now. I mean, I follow oh, the drivers on yeah. Instagram. I, I mean, and, and that it was just like that in season one. And so hopefully it kicks up in, in season two of Full Swing. And, and, you know, really, really carries a little more in-depth. I mean, they did what they could being in-depth uh, with the first season, but nobody really knows these people. It, it's it's not for golf, golf fans like, you know, us. It's for people who don't know, and they want to know. So it, it, it'll get better with time. Yeah, I think my favorite thing that came out of all of that, to your point about the average, you know, not golf fan, was uh, about Ricky Fowler. And it was like, what if the only thing you know about Ricky Fowler is that he's 127th in the world and he's Jordan and JT's friend because that is the way full swing <laughs> portrayed him. That's it. Right? Like, that's the only thing you exactly. know about him. But I think, you're, I think you're right. Like, I watched Breakpoint too, which was in the middle of the Formula One and the golf. And, and same kind of thing, right? You only got kind of a glimpse of, you know, about six or seven people, uh, but trying to build characters on those guys. So, I, yeah, I look forward to season two to get a little more in depth. But, because I think I read something where they did like 700 hours of camera time to get it down to those eight episodes or whatever. Right. So, Dang. Yeah. <clears throat> going no, back season to, two will be top notch. Going back to yep. Rory, you know everybody that listens. And shout out to our global listeners, by the way. You know, we're, the French guys are international. Um, Rory, yes, he's a bully. But Rory not gonna make the cut this week. I said this last Masters, and he bat and he bat and he bat door to cut. He uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Rory last year shot like 75 the first day, bat, made the cut on the number, and then bat door. You know, Rory is the king of bat dooring T10s, T15s in the majors. Rory stinks. Rory will probably never win. An, he's definitely not doing. He's not. No chance. Phil Mickelson has a better chance of capturing the Grand Slam than Rory. Let's lay that on the line. Rory, I like Rory to miss the cut this week. He's coming in. He's not under the radar. He's super above the radar. Obviously, him and Augusta are not friends. And he's going to go out and he's going to shoot 75 on the first round. It's the way he always does. 
I'm, I'm going to keep up with the hot take counter for Harris. That's two. That's the double hot take. That Cam Cam Smith. I wins. disagree with every word that, that he's just said, and that Roy's not making a cut. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that was a moronic statement from a shitty putter. <laughs> stop! 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 Best putter. And uh, JB, I already know you're an awful putter because you. I saw. I mean, you go through putters like you go through a lot of different. I've things. had one putter. I've had one putter for the last three years. Oh my gosh! You uh, you were you were you sold me your old one. Yeah, that was six years ago. Oh, and you know how much money that putter's made me? A billion dollars. Man, that putter is the arch nemesis of all my golfing buddies. It is so pure. But no, Rory, <laughs> Rory stinks. Rory will win three tournaments a year. Fine. He's gonna win. He's gonna win the Farmers. He's gonna win. Blah blah blah. Who cares? Rory. John Deere. Is, he's no. He's not playing the John Deere. <laughs> You can't say Rory stinks and then roll right into he's going to win three tournaments a year. Yeah, you're right, right. Yeah. Well, he's a top he's a top 15 golfer in the world, but he stinks. Have you have you checked mm. the odds yet for this week? Yeah, I mean, he's the leading favorite. But so him and Scott well, he's, he's, <laughs> oh, he's seven second. seven to 7 to 1. Yeah, I'm going to make the cut though. Yeah. Give me give me the odds on Rory not making the cut. I mean, at the end of the day, He's, I feel like it's probably he's, minus. It's probably minus three hundred. Missed the cut. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Vegas. No, Vegas is. I mean, they called me earlier and said, "Hey, Harry, what do you, what do you, what do you think about uh, Rory?" I go, "Not fade him this week. He's terrible." Harry, I think we just lost subscribers. Well, we <laughs> might have. Rory's top notch. Great player, and we'll probably win in spite of you. Uh, so really, I want to uh, go ahead, Andy. No, 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 you you go. I just gonna say I want to ask you guys about two guys in in particular, and, and what in a, a world it looks like if they're both playing their A game. But so if John Rom and Scotty Scheffler are both running their A game this weekend, because I've listened to John Rom talk about how when he's playing his best, nobody in the world can beat him, and obviously we know how good Scheffler is, and I feel like when Scheffler's on, nobody's close, right? So what are your thoughts that if both of those guys are rolling into Saturday? Running their A games, what does that look like? Uh, that's, like a, that's a tough question. That is I mean, a tough he's question. Right. Scotty's Scotty's probably you know your go-to. You think of you think of a little bit of history. John Rahm's what's what's his highest finish there? Uh, obviously, we know we know Scotty, but uh, I, I think for this golf tournament in particular, you take you take you take Scotty. I feel like he's proven the last couple of years when he gets on a heater. His best. Yeah, like nobody's touching it. Rom's best finish than Augusta is fourth. So, you know, he obviously has potential to play well there. Uh, but if it's me this week and they're both playing their best, I, I'm picking Scotty. So here's here's outside of the Masters. We look at all these golfers that that go on runs where they feel like they're, their game is the best game in the world. I mean – it wasn't too far removed where, you know, when Brooks Kepka was playing the best, when he was playing his best, he was unbeatable. And then you had people before Brooks, when DJ was, I mean, he was winning everything. Everybody used to say, oh my goodness, when DJ is playing his best golf, you know, he's he's an all-time great. So... Uh, and, and I mean, you look at years before that, Jason Day. I mean, he only won one major, 
But people used to say the same thing about Jason Day. I mean, Jason Day was the Bryson DeChambeau, but could putt before before anybody. So I wonder my my question is I wonder how long Scotty's run is gonna last. Because it's not I mean, these players outside of Tiger, they don't have a big window like they like they used to. Yeah, I think Tiger no. set some like really weird standards for all of us, right? But, that, you like, know, F- Phil had a big window. VJ had a big window. Um, David, I mean, hell, David Duvall's window was bigger than, you know, Kepka's and DJ's, but Jason Day, I mean, the windows, I feel like, are getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody's, complete, everybody's good. complete opinion, but those guys all have some like special mindset. And to me, Scotty Scheffler has that. I agree. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it, but he's just, there's something special to what he has that makes me believe he could, he can make it a long run. Yeah. I heard the other day that like his pre pro career, he had like 73 amateur wins or something silly. I mean, the dude just has a winner's mentality that like uh, get it done when he's in contention and like tiger to me is the only guy you look at and go, man, this is the guy that just always did it in the moment. You know what I mean? Like the moment was never too big. I think you go back to Brooks, right? And like, we thought Brooks was going to be that guy because they just seemed to always show up in majors. Um, But yeah, Scotty's just got all of the, the clout to kind of back it up. So I'm like JB. It's like, I think if at the end of the day, come Saturday, Sunday, Scotty's in it. Good luck. Catch him. I agree. Mm -hmm. I speaking about JP, I miss the days when JB Holmes was good. <laughs> and Boo Weekly, do you miss Boo Weekly? Oh, I, I miss Boo yeah. Weekly a lot. I, I, I big Boo Weekly fan. The year was that the what was the one Ryder Cup where weren't they like paired up at the Ryder Cup and Boo's out there literally like riding around on his driver like Happy Gilmore? Right. A, was that a was that a Ryder Cup? The Boo Weekly was so. a Ryder Cup. They made one Ryder Cup yeah. together. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on it. I could get smashed here for having false information, but I'm pretty no. sure that's accurate. No. It was a Ryder our, Cup. Our, uh, yeah. our old boy, Chris Blanks, is uh, good friends with Bo Weekly. Bo. Boo Weekly. Boo. Good, <laughs> good, good buddies, by the way. One of, uh, is one Chris of the guys. 50? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's trying to qualify for the, uh, the champions right now. But yeah, they're uh, they're good buddies. One of my one of the guys I play golf with uh, on Fridays. He's uh, he's the one that made the introduction to me with, for Chris, and uh, he would always say, "Yeah, uh, for member guests or four balls or scrambles or whatever, uh, I would I would call Chris, I would call Blanksy, and I would call Boo Weekly, and uh, if anybody <laughs> ever wanted to play play against us, and I'm like, nah, here we go." <laughs> But I mean, I mean that would be a hell of a foursome. Yeah, <laughs> it would be at, at the at the local muni. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, either way, it, I, I feel like people forget before Cam went to going back to Cam Smith going to win the Masters. I mean, go ahead and mark that down. Before he went to live, I mean, everybody forgets he was in the final pairing. I don't forget. I think he would have won it if it wasn't for Scotty's chip in on three. 
uh, I mean, yeah, that was obviously the big momentum changer. It looks like he's supposed to make bogey there and makes money. And I, I, I remember watching it like that because I, I think I bet on Ken Smith pre-tournament. And I was obviously pretty heavy for him to win. And that didn't work out. Yeah, and Harry, I think he's – before we came on this tonight, like I was trying to think about, you know, what are the storylines for the week, right? And you take a guy like Cam who goes and plays well at the Masters, wins the Open, and then obviously goes to LIV. And the average person that's not watching LIV week in and week out, again, like we said at the beginning, has no clue how the guy's playing, what he's done. But he's an absolute world-class golfer, can handle all the pressure in the world, seems to not affect him at all. And so I think he is the kind of question mark for the weekend, right? Like we've watched Rom and Scheffler and Rory and all these guys week in and week out. And, and you know, Cam Smith's probably holding the LIV on his shoulders, essentially, uh, kind of coming into this tournament to to make a showing and make a statement. So I think he's for sure a guy to watch, no doubt. He's so he's so fun. I love watching him play, too, just in general. There's um, so there's, Go ahead, JB. No, I was going to say, um, I think we're probably going to get into our, what's so all four of us pick, what, uh, one golfer, one golfer to win and then one dark horse to win? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> uh, okay, well, if it's, uh, if it's someone that we, we think wins, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take the man from, from Austin, Texas. I'm, I, I will take Mr. Scotty Schneffler to be the winner. And uh, if I have to pick a, a dark horse guy, which I don't know if you can consider him a a dark horse because I think he's top twenty-five in the world. But I, I, I think Patrick Reed plays really good this week. I love that pick. That's dark horse enough. Boy, I mean, I love Patrick Reed. Everybody knows. Is he a cheater? Yes. Does everybody on this podcast cheat at golf? Yes. Everybody cheats. Everybody listening to this podcast. If you haven't moved your ball, kicked your ball got it out of a divot, kicked it out of the rough, whatever, you're a liar. Pretended it never went in a tree that it went in, you know. Oh, that was his ball. That was his, that, that was that, that was a good ruling. <laughs> Andy, who do you like? Yeah, I'll follow that up. Uh, I'm actually going, uh, I'm going Morikawa to win it. Uh, I just like his I just like his game too much. Plus I'm just a fan, so it's a little biased. My long shot though. Uh Billy Horschel. Ooh. Billy freaking Horschel. Billy's wow. good. I know. Hadn't heard that name in a minute though. Uh, Billy, like such a, he's such a PGA homer. Uh, Remember, he's a PGA owner because Liv didn't take him. That you're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he said he wanted more money, and they said no. No, I wouldn't take Billy Horschel. He's a bum. <laughs> well, Harry, then, then, then you tell us who you picked this week. I already gave you my pick. I mean, I gave you Cam Smith. I mean, how do you how do you get away from him? That's the thing. No, I, I'm, that, that, that's who I'm going to pick in, uh, in Lee House's Masters Bowl. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got to take him. You got to take him. If you're not going to take him to win, take him to be T10 because he's going to do it. 
an underdog pick, you know, uh, I would say Francesco is my underdog. I don't think Francesco is going to win. Oh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's always played well. Even when he's hitting the ball bad, he hits it so straight. Not the longest hitter, but that's okay. I mean, hell, if Fred there's Couples... Only 10, there's only 10 golfers with worse odds this week. I about to say, I have $20 that says that he missed the cut. Well, I'll take that. So... I, <laughs> I like French. I okay. like French. I like Francesco. Uh, no, we haven't talked about this guy. He's a previous winner. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna finish T five at worst. At worst, I think he's gonna be in contention for a second winner. I like Hideki. I love Hideki. Worst putter on the PGA Tour. I've said it here before. I'll say it again. If he came to the Schmidt Putting Academy, he'd create. I mean, he he he'd have the Tiger Slam. That's fair. Uh, the worst putter in the world, but um, you know, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. no, he's not the worst putter in the world, but he's top ten. Uh, Taylor, who you like? All right, I'm going with the. Uh, I guess you would call it the. I don't know. Things that just happen to happen all the time, right? So I'm going to go with the Jordan <laughs> Speed pick since he's won Easter two Ooh. years in a row. Um, oh, he's won man. tournaments two years in a row on Easter weekend. Uh, so we'll go with that pick as the front runner. Uh, and then I think my dark horse pick, since I probably can't take Tiger as a dark horse pick, uh, I'm going to take <laughs> Justin. I'll, I'll take Justin Rose. Uh, oh, I just oh, always yeah, like Ro Rosie's game. He always seems to be consistent in, in big time, you know, events. Again, I don't know that it'll really win, right? I think he'll play well. He always seems to play well and be there. And if he does find a way to show up on a Sunday, you know, he's got the grit. Uh, in the game to do it. So, how many years ago was it where uh, Rosie was in the final pairing? Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Was that long about right. ago? Yep. That was the that was the year Sergio won it, wasn't it? That's correct. Yeah, it was twenty sixteen. Because I was in Fort Lauderdale at that time. I remember it. Twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, whatever it was. It was one of those two. Yep. Yeah. Hey, and like you got to think, Ro Rosie. PGA Tour winner this season. That's correct. That's a that's a good pick. Taylor's Taylor's right in that pick. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Th that's strong. I like the Patrick Reed. I got a thing for Patrick Reed. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Uh, he everybody hates him. Everybody's like, oh, he's a cheater. Literally everybody, everybody, everybody cheats. Everybody cheats. <laughs> you you can't get away from it. But it, it is what it is. Uh, this is the last thing I'll say. The last member guest I played in, the guy that won it the year before, big cheater, big cheater, massive cheater, had slope on his rangefinder, big cheater. That should be Patrick Reed's number one fan. What member guest do you play where you can't have slope on a rangefinder? Definitely uh, not the Seminole one. I know that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Do you do you want me to get into the story, or is that for another day? No, no, you go ahead. Let's let's go with that because I'm. You're breaking up, so the yeah. He that, said he wants to hear good. you close on it here. <laughs> so, I was playing uh, 
and this was our this was our shout out on Twitter about the hey the fringe guys. It was uh, Garrett Tucker, big fan of the show, by the way. So <laughs> he invited me up to his uh, his member guest at the Cannon Club, right? So we go up. I'm playing as like a seven and a half, and he's playing as a scratch. So we go up there. I'm sandbagging pretty hard. Nobody knows me, but my actual handicap was seven and a half. Cheater. And uh, oh, a oh, big cheater, biggest cheater. Oh, yeah. I mean Patrick Reed <laughs> cheater. And uh, so we make it into the dog fight. Uh, let me back up. So we go into our last round. Uh, I think it was against him and his partner. They were the previous champions, but and everybody hates him at the course because uh, he's he's a known cheater. So uh, we get we're down on the match. I think we're like one down, two down. No, it wasn't last match. It was the day before. So right, one or two down. We go to this par three and uh, we're waiting. So we're all standing around the beer cooler. And uh, I said, hey, I don't remember this guy's name. I said, hey, uh, can I see your shooter so I can shoot it? And so he goes, yeah, he tossed me a shooter, and I clicked it. And this guy's got slope on. And I go, and I turned to my buddy Garrett, and I said, listen, I said, uh, your buddy here, he's got slope on. And he goes, oh, shit, this is going to be a problem. And he goes, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, should I, tell it, should I tell it to the pro? And he goes, yeah, go ahead. So I go up to the pro and I said, listen, dude, I said, you know, you said no slope, but this cat's using slope. And I think they beat us like one up on the nine hole match. And so he calls a big meeting of our flight. We're in the top flight and uh, he calls us all in. He goes, hey, you know, uh, this has become a problem. Can I see your range finder? And the guy says, no, I'm not using slope. This guy's a liar. He's the guest. You shouldn't listen to him. He's a he's a he's a dirt bag. All that's true, but he was using slope, so he didn't get penalized. We ended up beating him out of the flight. Ended up winning the whole thing. It was wonderful. Uh, but we saw him that night at dinner, and I went up to him. We were, I mean, we're wasted. And uh, we got to him. I said, "Hey, dude." I said, "Listen." I said, "I didn't want to, you know, create a scene." But you shouldn't have been using slope, you know, if you couldn't feel like you beat us, you know, if you if you couldn't beat us, then you needed more than the slope. And he created a scene at the restaurant and so on and so forth. But we have our name on the plaque and his is below us, so he can suck it. Kind of sounds like the thing you'd say to somebody to borrow uh, that's, that's, a scene, Harry. Right. Yeah. yeah, I love I love how I love how he created a scene, but Harry went up to him and, and said that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, hey, it is what it is. Uh, love it. It's it's good to have the French guys back. Amen. Yes, it is. It's been too long. JB, you're you're oh, cutting in and out so bad. Yeah, J- JB. JB has been nice knowing you tonight. You've been you've been very valuable <laughs> up until this point. But it's nice to it's nice to have the French guys back, and now we have a a wonderful new addition. Let's go. So uh, we will. How often do we want to start doing episodes? Is is the real question? I mean, How often do the we people want to do? Exactly. We definitely need to 
keep an open mind about it. There's big events that we got to do. And besides that, we'll try to at least do every couple weeks. Yep. So for everybody listening at home, if you've made it this far, uh, at Fringe Guys Golf on Twitter and Instagram, follow us, tweet us. Uh, shout out what I would like to give is the, the CBD company that never sent the samples. They can suck it as well. Uh, they're the worst sponsors we ever plugged. And at the end of the day, it's good to have us back. We'll do uh, two a month-ish. Yeah, that's fair. That seems very fair. So, all right, boys. It's been fun. We'll, uh, now, we get, we'll do a master's recap. A master's recap you got to do. Yeah, we'll do a recap. Oh yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a recap. Plus, we need to uh, since it spends so much time off, we need to get a a replay of the if it fits it ship ships story. Yes, that is very true. Well, I'm sure we'll have you know after this goes out, we'll have you know 15 new international listeners that that need Probably. it. Oh yeah, <clears throat> oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, love you boys. Good to see you again. Long time no see, Taylor. If you'd like to text me back, that'd be nice. But if you don't, that's okay too. Yeah, I will do, Harry. <laughs> I will do. Uh, all right, boys. It's been real. We'll see you after the Masters. Right. Peace. Peace.